This conference will now be recorded. Hello, my name is Anne DeSantis. I am the director for the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith. And we are an expression of the fourth vow of the Mercedarians, which is your church. You are the Our Lady of Mercy Parish with Pastor Father Matthew Phelan. So I thank Father for having us today for this presentation for your soup supper. And I have a very special guest today. I have Dr. Monique Ribeiro. She's a pro-life physician in the greater Philadelphia area, which is where I'm located. I am located in the Philadelphia area at Our Lady of Mercy Monastery, close to Our Lady of Lords Parish, which is a sister parish of your church, of course, the Mercedarians. So doctor, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm so happy to be able to speak with all of you. And it's such an exciting um, opportunity to be able to reach all of you in New York from right here in Philadelphia. Yes, thank you, doctor. We really appreciate this. And as you and I were discussing with the, the recent legislation in the state of New York has greatly affected the pro-life cause. I was wondering if you could share with everyone who's here with us this evening what you've been doing in the Philadelphia area and how that can be extended to the Western New York area. So I'm a pro-life OBGYN and the other aspect of what I do is I help to lead sidewalk advocacy and sidewalk outreach outside of abortion centers. I think this is really important and super impactful because basically we are taking ourselves as the laity and we are appearing outside of the abortion centers and offering kindness, love, compassion, and outreach to every man and woman who enters in and out of those places. The majority of times when I've met people who have made the decision to choose abortion, they're not choosing it because they want to have an abortion, rather they're choosing it because they feel boxed in. They're choosing it because they don't have the resources, they don't have the community, they don't have the foresight of what this is going to do to them down the road when they make this choice either. So when people are standing outside of abortion centers and lovingly, prayerfully, peacefully, just being present and standing up for what they believe is true and correct and offering resources and help to these men and women, it really truly is impactful. So in New York, you guys have just been faced with just a horrible decision, which has now expanded legal abortion all the way to the point of birth. If somebody chooses to have an abortion, even as their cervix is dilating in the midst of labor, it is possible to have an abortion. All they need is for a physician to say that this mother's health is at risk or that this is a difficulty for them because say they have depression and this pregnancy is causing that depression to worsen they can make up pretty much any reason in order to justify the killing of this child. And the way that's done, sadly, is this living, healthy child, a needle is put into their body, either through their head or their stomach, depending on where the needle is going in. And they inject a lethal medication, which will give the baby a, a cardiac arrest or a heart attack, and then that baby will die. 
Um, at times when the baby sometimes is really strong and it survives and then it is born alive, even at that point, its life is not guaranteed because if the mother chooses or if the father chooses, that baby can just be left to die. And the physicians and the nurses who are present don't have the responsibility of actually trying to save that baby's life or help that baby in any way. So I can't even imagine, doctor, thanks for sharing that with us because I don't think that the general public, maybe the group here, everyone from Our Lady of Mercy Parish, I'm sure that being that in a church community such as yourselves, that you are aware of uh, some of the pro-life efforts and, and what is happening in your state. Um, so doctor, I know that you have also met with women who decided not to have that abortion. And I was at the pro-life union dinner in greater Philadelphia, and you told some stories about babies that were saved. Can you share one of those stories with us? Absolutely. There are so many women, you know, when people are present and they're able to explain to these women that there are other options, there are so many women who actually choose life. And it's such a beautiful thing. There is an amazing story about one of my patients, actually. She was taking her mother to the, um, what do you call it? The, the place where you get your driver's license. <laughs> it's so the DMV, she was going to the DMV with her mother, which happens to be opposite the abortion center. There was somebody standing outside holding a sign, which said abortion pill reversal. And I don't know how many of you know that abortion pills can be reversed. We can give a medication, a progesterone medication, and can actually save the child's life while this abortion is taking place. We can protect the child. So she saw this sign. She herself had had an abortion pill abortion prior, and she was confused as to what this could possibly mean. So she actually went up to the woman and she asked her, what is the abortion pill reversal? And the woman told her, if somebody takes the abortion pill, and within 72 hours, they decide that they regret it and they don't want to have this abortion, they can call this number or look on the website and then they'll be connected with a physician who can reverse the abortion or at least attempt to. Several months later, this woman found herself in a position where she was pregnant again and her entire community was pushing her towards abortion. She already had five children of her own and she felt very overwhelmed. And she went to Planned Parenthood and she took the abortion pill. Mm -hmm. And then she instantly regretted it. And she thought of the website, abortionpillreversal.com. Mm -hmm. She got on the abortion pill reversal website and then she got in contact with me and we were able to reverse the abortion. And then sadly, several weeks later, she was once again in her community and they were telling her, no, you made the wrong decision. You should have the abortion. So on Good Friday, she was scheduled to have a surgical abortion. Mm. The surgical abortion day, somebody managed to get a message to me that this was going to happen. And I managed to have a conversation with her and I just pleaded with her and said, especially not on this day when our Lord has suffered so mm. much for us, can you please just wait and not do this? And she agreed and she held off, but then we completely lost contact. And I thought that she had had the abortion, but 
several months later, she contacted me. And when she did, I said, Oh my gosh, how are you? Did you end up having the abortion? And she said, No, I'm just about oh. to have the baby. So we ended up actually holding a baby shower for her after she had the baby and there were 30 plus women there such a beautiful event she was so touched and she had no idea that the pro-life community could step up and give so much love and comfort and community to her so that's just one of the many stories you know there was another one that i just want to share with you really quick oftentimes we assume that approaching the man in the relationship is not of use, that we should go straight for the woman. But many times the woman goes inside and the only person that we have the opportunity to speak with is the man who's involved or the friend who has brought her. And this one time there was a young man, we spoke to him and we asked him, do you want her to have this abortion. And he said, well, I don't really, but it's her body and it's her choice. And we said, no, this is your child. And at this moment, you are the only person on this planet that has the ability to save this child's life. This could be your future best friend. Mm -hmm. This could be the person who is with you at your dying moments. And you need to step up and be the father that this child needs. And I promise you, we will be there for you. We will be your community. We'll do whatever it takes to help you. And we said, go back in, put your arm around her, tell her how you feel about her, tell her you don't want her to hurt your child and tell her that we're out here and we're willing to help. And I said, she, you may have to come out and go back in about four or five times. She may say no many times, but if you keep going in and keep going in and keep going in, she will change her mind. So he went in, he told her he wanted her not to do this. He came back out looking dejected. We pumped him up again. You can do this. You're a strong man. We're all out here praying for you. You can do this. You can do this. He went back in again. He talked to her again. And then she didn't come out, came out again. Again, we pumped him up. Again, he went back in. And this time he came out. She was smiling. She was on his arm. And they decided to choose life. That is a wonderful story. Yes, it's and I, I know there'll be more. I know there'll yeah, be more. there's there actually yesterday, the day before our 40 days began, um, we had people out there praying and somebody chose life. And it was, it was amazing. She came out of the doors and they went up to her and they said, hey, we have some information for you because we pass out these blessing bags outside of the doors. And they have a handwritten card telling the woman how precious and amazing she is and how strong she is and how we want to walk with her. And then we put some chocolates in there. We put in a little coupon for a free pregnancy test and ultrasound. And we put a brochure with all of the resources that are available. And she came out and they gave her the bag and she said, I changed my mind. So that's beautiful. That yeah. is so beautiful. I was wondering if you could share with our viewers, uh, people who live in Western New York, now they're close to the Rochester area, it's Leroy, New York and Virgin. So if you could share with them, I don't know if you know of, you know, organizations in their area, but how can they help the pro-life movement right now, especially in their state? Would you have specific recommendations for them? 
Absolutely. There are so many ways to become more involved in the pro-life movement. There are so many opportunities, even if you've never done anything. It's so understandable that, especially with the recent legislature, that your stomachs are just turning and you really feel like you need to step up and do something. So the first thing that I would recommend for everyone to do is just understand what abortion is, how it is done, get an understanding so that you can speak to other people, so that you can stand up for what you believe and actually have conversations and don't be afraid to talk to people about it. Talk to people and say, hey, have you heard about this new law which says that babies can be killed right up to the time that they're about to be born? What do you think about that? And try and help them understand. If they say, yeah, I think that's okay because you know, some mothers, their lives may be in danger. Help them to understand that there is never, ever, ever a reason after that baby has reached the state of viability, which is in general, at latest 24 weeks that a baby can begin to survive outside of a, a uterus and sometimes even earlier with all the medical advances. So there's no reason whatsoever that a baby ever needs to be killed in order to save the life of the mother. In that case, what we do is we deliver the baby and then we save the life of the mother and both of them get to live. So you can educate people on this aspect. The second thing is look around in your community, find out where the crisis pregnancy centers are because when people are standing outside of the abortion centers and they're handing out literature for these people, and if one of those women chooses life, then she will go to the crisis pregnancy center and those centers need your help and your support because most of the time they're running these crisis pregnancy centers and they don't have enough money and they're really doing their work based on donations. So if you can donate towards them, if you can fundraise for them, if you can help them out by dropping off diapers, clothing, whatever it is that they are giving out to these women so that more can be available for these women who are choosing life, that's wonderful. Find out who are the women who have chosen life set up baby showers for these women so that they can feel that sense of community and they feel uh, that loving connection with the church and with the pro-life groups in the area. The other thing is legislature. Mm -hmm. You have to make your voice known. You have to let your senators, let your representatives understand that you are the ones who are voting them into office and you do not agree with these pro-abortion laws and that when their time is up and that they need to be re-voted in, you're going to vote against them if they don't take a pro-life stance. Help them to understand that you have a lot of friends and get all of those friends to make phone calls to their offices, to write letters to their offices, to express their views about all of these uh, different abortion legislatures and let them understand that you as a person in their community don't agree with what they have chosen to do. That is excellent advice, thank you. And also I was wondering, Dr. Ribeiro, for people who are living in, in the Western New York area, I think having a pro-life doctor is very important. You happen to be my own personal doctor, I'm very grateful. Um, how can they find a good, not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily have to be a Catholic doctor, but a good pro-life doctor? 
where would they find someone like yourself? So there are um, Christian medical associations. There are um, web. There's a website um, that is specific. Is it called Save the One? What is it called? I can't remember the name of the website right now. But there is a website that specifically lists all of the doctors that don't write for contraception, and that website would anybody who's on there would be somebody who is pro-life because it's really only the pro-lifers who are against the use of contraception because they understand that that is also an abortifacient and it's against our church teaching um you can always look for a napro technology trained physician all of those physicians would be pro-life for sure and just ask around in your community. If you find out that there is a family physician who is trying to live his life according to the church's teachings, nine times out of 10, that person will be pro-life. So that's great advice. Thank you. And I was wondering also how we can help your ministry, people living in Western New York and Leroy area. Is there anything that they could do? Or is there a website that they can be directed to if they would like to help out in your mission? In the mission of the life in the greater Philadelphia area? So 40 Days for Life is actually a worldwide uh, program that occurs twice a year. So even in New York, they're at different abortion centers that are present there. You will find 40 Days for Life outreach occurring outside of those places. So for two times in the year, for 40 days each, right now we're starting with the Lenten season. So from um, Ash Wednesday, all the way to Easter, you will have people taking times outside of the abortion center and just being present. They're present in a very loving, kind, compassionate way. And their responsibility when they're out there is simply to pray, to cover these places in prayers, to ask God to intercede and to bring about a massive conversion in the hearts and minds of those who are going in and those who work there. We're also handing out resources for the men and women who are there and letting them know that somebody does care about this issue and that we don't want them to make this choice and that we are willing to walk with them and help them in any way they can. So the easiest way to access information about 40 Days for Life is just to go to the website and it's 40, the number 40daysforlife.com. So 40daysforlife.com. If you go there, you can search for your own town and they will tell you all of the 40 Days for Life vigils, which are occurring near to you. And then you can sign up for those vigils. You can get their newsletters on a daily basis and they'll update you about what's going on in the vigil, how many babies have been saved. And they will tell you all of the news you need to know in order to participate in their activities and to sign up for hours outside of their abortion centers. Many times after the 40 days is done, the vigils will continue and people will continue to go out because abortions don't stop. So in Philadelphia, what we do is we have a sidewalk servants program and people will continue to sign up for hours in between the 40 days. And with that, there are a few websites as well that you should know about. If you wanna learn more about abortion and how abortion occurs and the side effects of abortion, our website is pretty thorough. It's the sidewalk servants philly.com so sidewalk servants with an s at the end of it philly.com if you want to be trained and just have a very brief kind of dipping your toe in sort of training um, if you go on youtube then there there are a little 
a bunch of really small videos and that would be sidewalk servant quick start. So lots of little things that you can look at. Thank you. And also for anyone who's watching and if you didn't catch that, you can email me and of course I can uh, get you in touch with Dr. Ribeiro. My email address is director.srnf at gmail.com standing for the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation. Our website is nonatus.org and we help families in crisis. Part of that of course is the pro-life movement. And our initial mission is helping families affected by divorce and separation. So if anybody's watching and would like to connect with me about that, my cell number 215-870-9913. You can either text or give me a call is also fine. So Dr. Ribeiro, thank you so much for joining us and please come back again. I was wondering if we can end with a prayer. Would you like to end uh, with a prayer for the pro-life movement? Sure. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for bringing us together tonight. We ask that you fill each of us with your Holy Spirit, that you fill us with a strength and that you embolden us. Give us the will and the willpower to step up and step out. Lord, we ask that you use each of us as your instruments and that you work through us. We ask that you pour your love into us so that we can cover all of the men and women that you have created with that love as well. Lord Jesus, we ask for a drastic and strong conversion of hearts and minds, and that we together can do all of your work to bring peace to this community. We ask this all in your name, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Once again, Dr. Rivera, thank you for joining us, the St. Raymond Anatis Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith, and the parishioners at Our Lady of Mercy Parish and St. Bridget's in Virgin, New York. Everyone have a good remainder of Lent, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.